And watching a 350-pound guy, you know, get a handoff. And, no, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't. Good, strong handshake. And then I shit you not, on the spot, I picked him up and pinned him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. I've got whiskey up in my nose. They would all make their money one I mean, look at like uh, this year, for example. You've got the guy that played Leah Dharma going. you got Daddy Adama, whatever his name is. Daddy Adama. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I had massive back pain um, yeah from all the autographs I had to do while you yeah 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 I, just, I can get around this old village <laughs> without all these old people come up to me they're walking sticks being like oh sign this for me and I was, you know who uh, I am yeah no <laughs> just sign it <laughs> yeah and I was up and down from my seat and stuff signing stuff taking pictures of these old boards and whatnot. and oh man it's tough work but alright welcome to this edition of Nashcast, the only podcast in Basinstoke uh, recording drinking games. I'm Scott. I am Sean. And you had some breaking news. I did. Hit me. Um, when was at? this? This was, what's, today's the 9th, isn't it? Uh, could be. 9th of June. Um, 2014. Apparently. Judgment Day. Kiefer Sutherland. <gasps> uh, Is no, he alright? Yeah, he's fine. Oh, What Fuck it out. I mean, I was like, oh shit, he's going to be in an accident or something. It's like, do I need to go to hospital? Not me, but to see him. I don't know. I just don't know why I was thinking that. I was panicking like he was part of my kin or something. No, it <laughs> says, uh, no plans for more 24. Kiefer Sutherland fears he is too old to continue 24. Jack Bauer's never too old. He would what? He would beat that, Kiefer Sutherland. The, <laughs> the 45-year-old star isn't sure he can sustain playing action man Jack Bauer in the hit counter-terrorism drama, which was recently revived for a new season, 24 Live Another Day, three years after it initially ended, mm. and worries his body can't keep up with the death-defying stunts required for the role. I would if he'd slow down drinking. But to be fair, why would you want to do that? So, you know what? It kind of makes sense. I mean, <clears throat> originally, after they did um, season eight, they were looking... Originally, they were going to go and do a film, weren't they? So, that would have been it, wouldn't it? That was what they, they were tying up. They were going to be like, right, we're going to do it in a film. And then and tie it up. tie it up and everything. Then, because of, you know, various... I'm not going to bore everybody with the reasons why and whatnot. But they decided, right, we're going to scrap that idea. It doesn't work. So, they went for a new TV show. Only 12 episodes instead of 24. All filmed still in real time. So it's fine. Yeah. And it's got the great, it's the same premise and everything about it so far has been fantastic. But I, I wonder, like, not the same thing of like, well, I'm worried about his health and stuff, but do we need to see a season 10 of Jack Bauer doing something, saving the world again with everybody trying to stop him? I would say it depends on how this season finishes. Right. Because, like, with the last one, it was kind of an ending, but it really wasn't. 
Yeah. It was it was still quite it was still open. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. I mean, it was very open. So yeah. I think it just they just need to whether they do a mini series, a film, or maybe it, it might be that the way this one ends. Either you know, he's recognized as a hero, he's retired and you know, that things are over for him. Yeah. Or he's dead. And we know I think that thing, he needs to get either that that one last final pardon, and for once in like the many the many years he tried to do it, he just moves back to kind of like settle down in the middle of nowhere by himself. Not even with Kim and his grandkids and whatnot. Just him by himself in a little ranch where he can build steps and sheds and things like they do in ranches and whatnot, and just keep out of everyone's way yeah. and everyone stay out of his way yeah. and but it's, it's gotta okay. it's gotta be a, like a, a, a definite ending like i don't want to see one of these things where it's it closes out with like you know him on a ranch in the middle of wyoming you know he's got some cattle and some horses and he's sitting on the steps and you think okay. yeah yeah <laughs> having 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 a bourbon or something like that and he's chilling and you're like okay that's cool and then the camera pans around and you see the the classic black SUVs driving towards his house and you think okay ah, here we go again that just teases him getting pulled back in for more it's yeah. just got to be just like a closed ending yeah either that or you, you know like I can understand if they killed the character off after all that he's well, been through that would that would at least be you know him at yeah. peace for lack of better yeah. words a peace they never found in his uh, in, in life in is life. one thing but then they could also do a thing where to finish it off you know he goes sells down in a ranch and then like the one of the last shots you see it's like uh, the camera, yeah, it goes dark all of a sudden, like it, when the episode starts, and then like the following takes place between now and then, it does that. But then it's like all of a sudden it says, you know, the following takes place between, you know, whatever, like this month and this month, for example, instead of exact time. And then like the year could be like 20 years down the road or whatever, and he's still there and he's by himself and he's happy, he's calm, there's no rabbits or anything going around his farm because he's shot them all. <laughs> They invaded his space. He's and everything's good and like and they can tie it up then. So it's like he's done. He's 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 been left alone. He, they've not come and badgered him for like one last. It's always one last mission. Yeah. And and I do wonder from that from a creative point of view. I'm like, well, we've already seen like the, the extents of uh, how far a man can be pushed before he goes fucking psychotic and yeah. nuts and stuff. And they did it well. It was brilliant. And how many times can a man get screwed over and tortured and killed and tortured again and killed again and captured and stuff before he goes nuts? Well, we've seen that. There's not much else to do with him, really. No. So I, I think it, they just need to give give him some redemption or yeah, yeah, give him a pardon or kill him off. Yeah, and be but done with so it. you know, I as as uh, you know, as long as we can still get Kiefer on our screens in some fashion, you know, so he's got to go on and do either another TV show or. A movie, or maybe he can play a drama where he plays the president of the United States, so he doesn't have to run around doing stunts. Well, he's getting that age now, isn't he? That he could like he can sit back and do those for like um like the military roles as a colonel or a general or something, and yeah. he's old enough for the uniform on him. He can play that experienced, battle hardened soldier who is now giving the orders rather than yeah than uh, taking them and whatnot. Exactly. Um, I think he could pull that off quite happily. I agree. Um. So yeah sad from the perspective of I do enjoy the TV show um, there was a shame about Touch as well I was I really from what I saw of it I really because I only saw like the first first season and I think I saw a couple of episodes from season 2 but yeah, it, just, like, it just sort of fizzled and disappeared without there was no 
uprising about it or anything like that. Like, again, a lot of TV shows these days get cancelled. Apparently, like, there's wars being fired off on uh, Facebook and Twitter and um, other stuff. People making signs and, and banners and stuff and storming out their houses in America, I'm guessing. I mean, that's how, that's how serious it seems to get. But it touched to seem to sort of, like, disappear pretty quietly. Because I, I, I knew nothing about it. And I remember coming to you, like, not too long ago. I was like... Yeah, so what happened to Touch? I've not been getting any of that. And you're like, oh yeah, they cancelled it. I was yeah, like, oh, okay. Yeah, it, it finished after its second season. But a great story behind it. Everything about it was just like, again, I think ahead of its time. Um, I think it's one of those shows where if they did it like a few years down the road, it would probably really kick off. But I think it was just bad timing because there's probably tons of other stuff that it was competing against. I think a bit of that and the, for me, as much as I enjoyed it, even by the end of the first season, um, it's it it went from like in the first couple of episodes where it was very everything was interconnected and um it was just about uh, this father and the kid before they introduced this company that was after the kid and yeah. broadened the story out into more conspiracy theories. For me, that's where it lost it because watching the show and watching um you know the kid uh, the, the way that he behaved, seeing how things are going to play out and yeah. steering the direction of it. And at the end of the episode, that reveal where all of the people ha- that you've been seeing that are completely disassociated, everything comes together in the end. That was more than enough to keep me hooked in the TV show. Yeah. And when they brought in the this you know company that like basically rules the world. Yeah, there's always going to be a company. Yeah, a company a or a government or something like that that wants to use this ability for no good. And I get that. It gives drama. But in this case, it took more away from the show. Yeah. And the more they got into that in the second season... In it, it, it's that's what got me about um, like saying that about um, Prison Break. That I mean, I'm still not completely finished it yet. I'm slowly getting there. I know it's been and gone now, but I'm slowly working my way through the last season. But it was the same thing where I always felt that um, I mean, spoilers for anyone who's not seen it. Um, after they get out of prison, they're like season two. I, I really enjoyed that because um, you've got oh, what's it that guy's from Dark Knight who got shot in the beginning, the guy that's hunting them in Prison Break. Oh yeah, William Fitcher. Yeah, yeah. No, I love him. I think one, he's a great looking guy for his age as well. He, again, another guy that's aging well. <laughs> and um, if you've listened to the last episode, you'll get that reference. Um, and two, great actor. And seeing him in that when he's hunting them down, and seeing him working with. The other officers and other agencies and whatnot, and how they how they operate like the manhunt because they're looking for I think it's like eight fugitives or maybe six. I think it's eight. Um, however many it is, and how seeing that organisation and whatnot, and what they do and how they track them down, how he kind of like gets in their head to predict what they're going to do and whatnot. I think amazing. But then all through they started it really subtly in season two, where they started this background sort of uh, story where there was this. This agency involved, um, this 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 uh, secret organization, or whatever. We're like, is it government? Isn't it? And you know, there's a guy going around flashing badges and stuff like he is government, but basically, kind of like one of those uh, we don't exist type groups that just goes around killing people and it's not a problem and stuff. And and then come to like season three when the tables have turned for the prison break point of view is great because they're back in prison. And the guy that had been hunting them in season two is in prison with them, so has to break, you know, work with them to break out. Great story. The only thing that lets it down, and from what I've seen so far in four, is this uh, this the secret 
cabinet, I want to call it, the secret like uh, closet. I, I can't even say government agency because they're not. They operate outside of that. Whereas I'd rather sin it be a government team that are trying to like you know crack down this and sort the issue out without it becoming like a you know a, a media frenzy mess or anything that would affect uh, you know the the government as like the president and whatnot. Just uh, rather than just some oh just some guy in a black suit who works for some unclarified you know organization that nobody's ever heard of or whatever and stuff and uh, we see that we've seen that a lot in films and stuff and i'm just tired of it and, and I'd, I'd have the same reaction as everybody else if some guy with a suit just showed up and flashed me a badge to do with uh, a unit or an organization that i've never heard of i'd have the same reaction i'd be like fuck you yeah but like, who are you i've never heard of you fuck off that badge means nothing to me so of course i might get killed for it but that's going to be a natural reaction, isn't it? Otherwise, I would be dressed in a black suit, just going around people's houses, flashing a badge, and going in there and be like, "Oh, we've got to do a search," and I don't know, go through the underwear drawer or whatever, and be like, "Okay, see ya." I don't know. Okay. <laughs> just like... of, of all the things you, you decided to, <laughs> well, she's really hot. Why wouldn't you go through the underwear drawer? I'm not saying like go through it and smell it. I'm just saying go go through it. You know. And moving on. Yeah. So. So yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> uh, we went from my kind of. Breaking news ish thingy to yeah. yeah, that was a bit of a that was a bit of shock. I mean, but yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to scare you there and like no, you think that like something happened to Kiefer or anything. I need to have a drink, dude. You had my heart going. I was just like, please tell me there's no bad news. I've just, you know, it's very rare in my life that I get. I have to keep the balance in my chest compartment of like good and bad, and it had like a it's it's a little bit of overfill of good lately because we acquired a new dog recently, as you know, and. Uh, She's gorgeous. Apparently, I don't know why. No one knows why, but she's taken to me a little bit. Because um, when we when we were on our way back from our holiday, and uh, we my, my folks, Stacey found her on the internet, and um, uh, conveniently, the place is like uh, it's only a half hour drive from here. So they thought, okay, well, on our way back, why don't we swing by and see her? And I was I was against it. I was just like, no, they're looking they're looking at the dog for the wrong reasons because you know people were looking at her and they were like, oh, I can see so much of Misty in her and stuff. And Misty being my old dog, didn't name her, just the name she came with. And, uh, and I was just like, you, you you can't stop associating it with the old dog. You're looking at the dog for the wrong reasons. You're like, oh, I want that dog. And it, well, it comes across that you want the dog because you see so much of Misty in her. It's like that's not the, the, the time to get the dog. And, um, and, uh, yeah, and so that night, you know, we, we went back to caravan and stuff and we played cards or whatever it is that we did. I drank and, um, and, and you don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had a good time, but, uh, but my mum for one, she just like every time she didn't sleep well that night because all she could think about was this dog and whatnot. So we had a chat about it in the morning and I was still a bit apprehensive, like, is it too soon? It's like, you know, do you just want to get this dog just because it looks like Min- uh, I'd say Mindy then? Who the fuck's Mindy? Uh, but Misty. But I was like, you know what? Fine. It's like they have been missing that third party in there. They're, I mean, anyone who's ever been a dog owner will know that that does complete the family. And it's obviously, if you've never had it, you wouldn't know any better. You can't say the same, you know, with cats and stuff. It's nowhere near the same. But once you've had a dog, that changes your life and, and when the dog eventually moves on it's really tough to kind of cope with that sure you get the, the most advantages of like oh 
I can spend an extra five minutes in bed in the morning because I don't have to walk the fucker or something like that, whatever. But there's just that that companionship. That I don't know if you've ever had a dog or anything, but many many yeah, moons ago, you get yeah. that. Like you've got constant companionship twenty four seven that you never have to ask for or anything. It's just always there. So, um, and kind of like as a lot of people get the movie shit, but Harley and Me love that film and. Not just because Jennifer Aniston's in it. That does help. <laughs> because I can't stand the other dude, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Can't stand him. But I have to be honest, even he was like relatively good in that film. But then that was probably just because the support that he got from Jennifer Aniston and said dogs. And, whatnot. and just at the end of that, I don't know if you've seen it, yeah. spoilers to anyone who hasn't, but the dog dies. <laughs> and, uh, but at the end, when he's like kind of like saying goodbye, and he he, he says the line of that, um, you know, no matter no matter what they did, or no matter how they treated the dog, like you know, no matter how mad they got, or you know, called them stupid or anything like that, he or she, whatever it was, always loved them like unconditionally. And that's the, the beauty of like dogs and stuff. And I've always loved that about them. It's just. You don't you have to ask them for it. You don't have to expect it or request it. It's just always there. Even if you do wrong, even if you treat them wrong, they don't care. They love you from start to finish. So, yeah, so we went to see this dog on uh, on Friday. I stayed in the car. And I was like, it was really hot and stuff. And I had uh, hay fever issues. And I was just like, I, I don't want to... I had uh, back problems as well from all the walking around I did on Monday. No, Tuesday or both. And, um, yeah, and they, Stacey and my folks went in to see his place, they had to fill out a form and whatnot, and then, I don't know, 20 minutes later on, they come out, dog's on the lead, and I'm like, what the fuck, they couldn't have got her already, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and she's really calm and stuff, and I see them coming out, because I've got the doors open to get a bit of a breeze in the, uh, in the, the Jeep truck van thing that we've got. So, when they're, like, halfway through the, uh, this big open car park I was like okay I'll go see what's up So and as I get out and the dog just goes nuts and it's constantly like pulling my mum had to lead I think and it was like constantly pulling what to try and get uh, to yeah, you yeah to try and get to me and I didn't think anything of it I was I didn't even notice to be fair <laughs> I was just like I was I was because of the sun and the heat and stuff I was kind of out of it and um and my mum said it at first as I was coming across she was like oh you know go down to her level I might like as at first, like, you know, greeting, hello, I'm me, and we're both the same or whatever. I didn't even need to do that. She just came along and she jumped up on me, kind of, like, knocked me over, and that's it. We were best friends after that. <laughs> oh, and you're and, friends. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it was awesome. So uh, they were supposed to pick her up on Tuesday, but they got and they went and got a vet's reference thing on Saturday, I think, or Friday when we got back, or Saturday, and, uh, yeah, picked her up Sunday. So, and she's, I must admit, she's gorgeous and she's really well trained, I guess. She's really calm in, at the moment and stuff and quite happy and uh, really like aware of everything. Because obviously, you know, new home and guess, I guess whatnot. And she's like anything and everything that happens. Like my parents, they got uh, fans in their front room. So at the moment they went on because it was really hot. She didn't like them. She was just like, what the fuck's that? <laughs> <laughs> Terrified. So they're turning the fans off. But then, um, Again, it's probably because she is like in, in a new place and she doesn't know quite what's what. But if somebody leaves to go somewhere, like if my mum goes out to put some washing out, the dog will follow her. You know, if my dad goes upstairs to put a nail in the wall or goes to the toilet, I mean, the dog will. She's got to know where everyone is. She's like, "Where are you going?" 
So what, 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 what happens if you I don't know <laughs> and your mom goes yeah. at the same time? She panics. She's like, oh, oh shit. What? <laughs> Where'd I go? Huh? Yeah. I think she just, as long as she, she sticks with somebody, as long as she knows where someone is, she seems to be quite happy. Um, so to start with, I, I kind of like really worry about what's going to happen when they go back to work. Because my dad, well, he's only, he'll leave, I think he leaves just after seven, gets back about five-ish, and my mum's, she's working out her hours at the moment to try and do shorter hours, but over more days. Um, so she could spend more time with the dog, but I'm like, I do sort of work because I think, is she, th- she going to think she's going to be abandoned? Is she going to like just destroy everything in sight? Or is she just going to, Lay there. Chances are, she'll just lay there and mope because she'll just think that she's been left alone. And it's going to just, unfortunately, be one of those things where she'll learn through time that they do come back every yeah. day after they've worked and whatnot. So, but this, uh, I'll help out when I'm uh, when I'm not working and not podcasting and stuff. I'll um, I'll pop up there and let's see how she's doing. Take her out for a walk and whatnot. She's great. Okay. Um, well, that that answers my question of what's new. Which I didn't, yeah, even, that, get, that's, yeah, didn't that's, even get to ask. Yeah, sorry. That's that's pretty that's much it. the newest thing, really. Yeah, the holiday thing. Great. All right. Uh, has ups and downs. Sunburnt head, which I didn't particularly feel, but it did start peeling, which is kind of weird. So, kind of like annoying more than anything else. Because any time I like, rub my head or whatever, like, all the skin just sort of flaked off. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Looks like I've got the worst case of dandruff ever. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, but no hair. <laughs> so... But yeah, it was all right, and yeah, I don't think there's 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 not much new at all or anything like that. So I do know, luckily, shit tons happened uh, in the hockey world, the world of hockey, um, like the Stanley Cup, okay, uh, coming up, and it's between. I, I, I know you're not like you know the biggest, or you're not a hockey fan at all, <laughs> but yeah, the LA Kings and New York Rangers, and that's like. When I heard about when I first heard about it, I, I was kind of behind the uh, the LA Kings because like they they've been playing really well this season, I think, um, compared to everyone else. Because obviously, they, no one else made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, they got to the final. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, but then it was New York, you know, New York Rangers, and I was like, you, you know how I feel about New York. It's like I, I love it, and I'm really torn between. I don't. I'm not. They, there's been various games so far and stuff, and whatnot. And I, I don't know. The score. So luckily, when I was away at the caravan, there was um, games going on. But because I had such shitty internet connection, I have no idea of any of the scores or anything. So luckily, I'm keeping my head down, quiet and low and whatnot, and I know nothing so far. I've been luckily enough to avoid the internet. I mean, luckily, ice hockey is not that massively broadcast. Whereas, like, if it was the World Cup, you know, whoever wins that for the next week, whatever, every internet page is going to be like, oh. Uh, you know, Kazakhstan won, or whoever's playing. You know, it's like they won the World Cup, and you you, you won't hear the end of it for a while. Yeah. But ice hockey, the only people that I know, Kevin Smith and Will Wheaton, which I follow on Twitter, they go nuts about tweeting the shit. So luckily, like I said, having no internet connection, I managed yeah. to miss most of it. But then you can just you can skip past their tweets as you're scrolling through your feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah which I, I generally have been doing and stuff. And when I did occasionally get the odd tweet, the moment I saw that it was Kevin Smith, and the moment I saw them say like hashtag or at LA Kings, I was like, I, I ignored the message because like I don't want to know. So I'm going to go back to that and then uh, yeah, watch it in all its glory. And yeah, it's going to be quite quite an experience. And I don't know why what it is about ice hockey, but I guess thanks to uh, the comic book guys and uh, good old Donna. Um, 
It's taking your fancy. It has, yeah. It's really only the, Amer- the only the American and Canadian one because the European one sucks because there's no fighting. Now, to be fair, you don't get that much fighting in America on occasion. When it happens, it's cool. But you don't get a great deal of it. And over here, they're very... Um, they're very picky about, like, you know, the you, you've seen me play play on the Xbox, and you know how I just throw myself into oh, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, holy shit! Yeah. When, yeah, you don't get a lot of that in the European one, because it's like, you know, I know, unnecessary roughness or some bullshit. And it's like, it's fucking hockey, just let them go at it. Let them get their fucking ice hockey boots off and slash each other's throats with it if they have Whoa, to. dude. <laughs> I'm like, this is the essence of hockey. Just like, let them crash so it's, it's like gladiators for the for the modern day then. <laughs> yeah, but on ice. <laughs> no, that's, the, yeah, I mean, there, there is so much, uh, I think it's a completely underrated sport because, uh, I mean, people could turn around and be like, oh, anyone, anyone could, could kick a football. <laughs> don't know why they talk like that, but sure, yeah, anyone can kick a football, but ice hockey different. I mean, not only are you like hitting a puck, but sure, it's big enough and if someone hit it and you had no padding or whatever, could kill you, sure. Yep. Um, hence all the gear that they wear and stuff. But the the precision that they hit in this thing, there's just like, I don't know, 98% rubber and 2% courage or something. Um, and when they hit this from, you know, 30 yards out or whatever and get it into the little size goal that they've got, that takes them past the goalie as well. <laughs> That takes some skill. And not only on top of that, there's all the skating involved. Now, sure, they make it look really easy. I make it look funny, but hard at the same time. It's not, I, I can skate, but I can't stop. That's my problem. <laughs> so you would be ideal. As long as the puck is with you. Okay, the puck's going in. Okay, the stick's going in. The goal is going in. And you're going in. Yeah, I just like, I just... I don't know, I'll work it out, so I'll just like, I don't know, slide straight into the goalie yeah. and hope that the puck goes with us. Yeah, all good, but yeah. um, no, no, and, but you see them, they're, they're skating, they're, they're like um, these figure skater people, what, what are they called? Figure skaters. Right, yeah, <laughs> these figure <laughs> skaters, you know, and they're so starch and stuff, and you know, ice hockey players, they're, they're too masculine, I guess, to admit it, but that's basically what they are. And the way that you see them do it so flawlessly and easily, like it's, okay, I know they do hundreds and, and thousands of hours of training and stuff, so it is second nature to them, but just the way that they'll casually just skate backwards and then stop, yeah, uh, you know, just, it, it's amazing. And But to do all of that, all the skating, combined with the team aspect playing of, of, the, of, the, of the game, of like passing the puck, shooting the puck, blocking the puck, whatever... It's, you know, it's smashing into people and starting fights and stuff. It's all very artistic and really hard to do. Okay, apart from the starting fights. Anyone can do that. But, yeah, there's just something about it. That just uh, When I first actually sat down and watched the whole game, I was like, this is actually, it's, it's non-stop. It's constantly going. Uh, the penalty side of it is quite interesting as well and how, you know, people get advantages and whatnot. And it's, um, it's very fast-paced, unlike... Football, I find... I, I mean... Okay, let's say football, soccer, England's football, uh, can be very slow. Sometimes, sure, you get the games where there's a high score or whatever, but quite often, not a great deal happens. There's, there's a pass here and a pass there, and they pass it back, and there's just lots of passing quite often. Yeah. And they do that annoying thing, like uh, most American sports do, where like towards the end of the game, they just run the clock down. So they just pass the ball back and forth between the back players and stuff and it's very me personally 
sure, because of the money involved these days, of course that's what they're going to do because winning is money. But I don't think there's any sportsmanship in that whatsoever. I would rather um, sacrifice just for the fact, just for the sake of playing. I'd rather go for the extra win or whatever. I'd do something I'd play rather than just sit back and just kick the ball back and forth between the keeper and any other defensive players just for just to, for the sake of running the clock down. I hate that. Um, I love American football up until that last five minutes when they run the clock down. Basketball, I used to be into as a kid, but I don't know, it never particularly grabbed me. Uh, I don't know why, just I never really got into that. Um, I sp- Ironically, I love basketball. Yeah. And I love playing it. I love playing it, um, but and watching it I find hard. I don't know why. It's just what well, I find. I find watching it is very fast paced. Yeah, it's very quick. It is very back and forth. Yeah, it's very very fast. I, I think this thing with ice hockey. I think it's in the middle because you got things like American football or, or like baseball slow. Let's say let's say baseball, not an NFL. Baseball slow, ice hockey, not too fast. It's like in the middle. Basketball is very fast because. It's like, boom, they're down the court, they've scored, and then it's back the other way, boom, scored back. And if there's interceptions or whatever, it switches. But it is very, very... Yeah, basketball is very, very, very quick. Like you say, baseball, very slow. Um, I find it very slow to watch and, unfortunately, to play. Um, No offense against... And you told me some one of the podcast guys on a baseball team. I just can't get on with it. I, I tried playing it for a while when I was in school. Boring. Oh yeah, the God, high five so guys. boring. Yeah, yeah. They said um, one of them. I said, I'm pretty certain. I'm pretty certain it was Eric. I'm sorry if I got it wrong. Um, yeah, he said that. Uh, yeah, because they've both been busy uh, doing stuff lately. But he said um, he's joined a. It's like just like a local baseball. Yeah, probably, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm imagining it's not as uh, like as long as serious as a proper. Uh, no, but it's probably game, it's some uh, sort of a local lead or, or some sort of friendly games. Yeah, um, but no, I, I unfortunately I can't. Get on with that. So I could, do, um, I could do playing it again. I could play it, but I couldn't sit there and watch it because I mean, nine it is nine innings. It's nine it? innings, yeah. And they can go on for a long time. Sometimes it's just after a while, it's like, come on, yeah. Um, there's not a great deal going on. Basketball, always something going on. Yeah, basketball, so, something. Football, like like NFL. Um, sometimes it has to do with the teams that are playing. It, absolutely. It, it's sometimes sometimes it can be really boring if you've got. Uh, you know, a team who are on offense don't take any risks. Play a very safe game the whole way. There's something really exciting about you know, like watching a team play and when they get up to the goal line. Yeah. Okay. So they got what two yards, and watching a 350 pound guy, you know, get a handoff. And no, he, he, he doesn't. He doesn't. You might need to rephrase that. Okay. The ball gets handed to him. Um. Just from English. Okay, so after, after the snap, okay, the quarterback can either throw the ball, or depending on where they're at, they can they can kick it, okay, for like yeah. a field goal, um, or you can hand the ball off, so hand off to to a player. Um, and yeah, sometimes it's interesting to watch them kind of run up the sideline, okay, yeah. and watch you know the the you know the the um kind of watch everybody block for them and they get in. Yeah. And it seems like it should take a lot longer than it does, but it's very strategic as all the players are blocking and they, they get to the other side. Yeah. But I love watching a game where the guy's just like, nope, fuck it. I'm not going down the middle. I'm not going to the side. I'm going to jump over every oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. He jumps. He gets hit, like in the shoulder as he and jumps like and flips out. and just lands. Oh, yeah. And they're just like, yeah, what? I did that. Yeah. And games when where, where risks like that are taken... Um, 
it's still, I think, most of the the, the most thrilling thing watching uh, a game of of American football, and um, it's down to the last seconds, and there's a hail mary, oh, and you man. never know are they going to make it or not. And when they catch it, and they and they when they make it, that's they make finished. it. You're just like, yeah. oh. good team or not, I always I'm 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 just like. I jump out of my seat normally because I'm that much into the game normally. And even if it's a team I didn't like, I, I have respect to the fact that they pulled off a play like that yeah. and it worked. And even if they scored them on the game, sure, I, I would jump out of my seat and I'd be like, fucking hell, because I'd be like, what a catch, that's amazing. And then I'd be like, but fuck you, you know, my team lost. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then things yeah. like, you know, when you get a, when you get a fumble. Um, especially if like, let's say, you know, they, 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 they pass it out wide or something like that. Guy makes uh, makes a reception and he just turns to go and he gets fucking clobbered. Oh, yeah. You get, you know, these guys are huge. So I'm going to say, let's say, you get like a, I don't know, 400 pound guy just hit you and the ball pops loose. Yeah. And then the mad scramble <laughs> after that where <laughs> yeah. everyone is just like, oh, everyone. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, it's like a Russian orgy. Everyone's just like, whoa. And then once all the mess is sorted out, it's a turnover. Yeah. And you just think, yeah. oh, my yeah. God. Um, or, you know, the, the, the long pass. And you see a wide receiver and he's going and you're just like, that he's screwed. He's not gonna make that. There's no way he's get you know, the ball and the receiver are gonna marry up. Yeah. And you know, jumps and reaches his hand out and like just tips just it. Point, yeah, yeah. You know, into the air, but because it's just tipped and he's given that little bit of time, he reaches out and just snaps it up. Yeah. And you know, runs forty yards in and you're just like that yeah. was exciting. So but then there are the games where just nothing happens. Yeah. I've been I must admit, I mean, for the last obviously as you know, for the last few years I've been uh, following it. I I did struggle. I had to find out if they updated it. I did struggle because the last game I watched was a couple of years back, and I think it was I can't remember who was playing. It was either I'm pretty sure it was the 49ers. It was either that or the, it was a, a Green Bay game because they're generally the ones that I tend to watch. And I always root for the Packers or the 49ers unless they're playing each other, in which case. I try and step back and I'm just like, you know what, whoever wins, wins. That's cool. But I, and I support both teams. But whichever team is playing, like the referee was so, there were so many bad calls against this team. This was like literally like every, um, every time, I'm pretty sure it's funny, nice, every time they accomplished something, there was like flags on the play for some bullshit. And even on the camera replays, they couldn't see what the referees were pointing out and stuff. And uh, they, were, they were going on about unnecessary roughness, uh, face holding at some point, or mask holding, you know, the face pulling thing uh, at some point. And, uh, and we couldn't see any of that on the, uh, on the replays. And the coach ended up challenging a couple of them. And even the guys doing the commentary in the box, they, and the whole thing's televised. You know, they're filming it from so many different angles. And even there playing it back left, right and centre and they cannot find what the referees are looking at but then the referees are coming out and they're like oh yeah after reviewing the footage the call stands and it's like what the fuck and it was so blatantly against that team and then the other team were, were getting away with shit left, right and centre like for example the scoring thing they've said you're not allowed to do all the show boating and whatnot anymore you're not allowed to dance around or you know spike the ball or anything you, you score that's it Maybe go, yeah, that was me. But then you walk out of the end zone, go back and get ready for the uh, the point after. That's it. But this team, they were showboating left, right, centre. Every time, whether it was a field goal or a touchdown, anything, they were running around, dancing, jumping up into the crowd and stuff. That was all allowed. And then um, when the 49ers scored, they scored a touchdown. The guy literally, he ran the ball in or he caught it or whatever, knelt down. 
that was it. As, you know, not in like a praying kind of way, but he's like, he caught the ball, knelt down, he's like, done. And then got up, and then he the flag on the play because showboating because of what that that what he did. Wow! Just the catching the ball nearly down. I was like, did the coach like the opposite team buy out the referees or something? And that's what it seemed like. And after that, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. I was like, how? Because I know the referees are on a really uh, in the NFL they're on a, a tight leash because if there's bad, I don't know how it likes how it works with any other sport, but if there's bad calls made. Then their career can suffer for that. They get fined a hell of a lot. Yeah. Like any much as much as like a normal player would get uh, fined like thousands, thousands of dollars. Um, and they can lose their job for it as well. So um, and they were going to like after this, there was like because of the the huge complaints made about it, they were going to look into the refereeing side of things, how it's done. They were they obviously. I mean, do you remember back when they they cancelled the uh, the instant replay? They didn't have that. They banned that for a few years and they, they're like, we're not going to use it anymore. We're going to use the guys with the eyes on the ground. And if they miss something, didn't matter. You couldn't challenge it because they banned this in replay. But because of the mistakes happening, they had to bring it back. Yeah. So this kind of brings me back into, I wasn't going to go here, but I'm, I may as well while I'm here. <laughs> I don't know how we got here. Yeah. Every now and again, um, a lot of my, a lot of people in my family are uh, rugby fans. Okay. So... And a lot of people that, you know, I generally meet through work or, or whatever uh, in the street or whatever, they, they tend All to... All of the, 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 the <laughs> random strangers that you, uh, <laughs> yeah. you strike up conversations with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What sport are you into? <laughs> Blood. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of people, they come across and they're like, oh, rugby comes up. And I'm like, okay, well... You know, I'm like, I don't know much about it, like teams and stuff. I don't, yeah, know. I don't like rugby. Fuck you. What's next? Who, who, yeah, yeah. What sport do you like? You in the back. Yeah. And then they asked me and I'm like, well, uh, you know, I'd be like ice hockey, um, American football. I can see where this is going. Yeah. That'd be my, that'd be my sort of like the key ones that I'd first mention because I'm not that much into sports. I'd be like football. I'll watch it depending who's playing um, at home. I'm not a big fan of going to the pub. I will not watch a game at a pub because of all the, the loudness and when someone scores, how the whole pub feels the need to cheer and glorious. I get being passionate about something and patriotic and whatnot, but it's like, go do that at home. Okay. There's, so it's like, there are some people just trying to hang out or play a game of pool or something. You know, you don't have to deafen them with your, uh, your cheers. But yeah, so, uh, and then people, when they find out about the NFL thing, they're like, you know, they always have to bring up the comparison. Oh, rugby, American football. Oh, American football players, they're pussy. Sorry, pussies. <laughs> I got distracted with pussy. It's like, ah. <laughs> Hairy one sometimes, shaves, ginger, not hair, dark hair, it's fine. Um, so, com, com, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so. Um, comparisons, yeah, to. Yeah. To, and I always say, kind of, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. And they're like, yeah, America's pussies, or they've got to have all the padding on and stuff. And I'm like, do you know why? And they're like, yeah, because they're pussies. And these people must think they're so fucking smart and clever, like they're the first person in the world. To come up with this comparison, I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. You have, do you, have you ever watched a game of American football? They're like, well, no, because it's the British version of rugby and it's shit because they wear padding and stuff. I'm like, right, you have no idea what you're talking about then. Go away. It's like, go watch a game and then come talk back to me or come back to me and talk. That makes more sense. <laughs> it could be like, so, I am talking back to you. <laughs> yeah. So now after I've like confused myself, I walk away for a little bit. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, 
Yeah, and then it, it, they they generally don't let it go, and they're like, you know, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people that you are meeting? Yeah, and where? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you talking about, huh? <laughs> no, um, and I asked to explain to him. I was like, right, okay, let me get this straight. Okay, rugby players—they're all missing their teeth. Why? Because it's a rough game. Sure, okay. Mouth guards. Why are they not wearing that? Oh, they do now. Sure. Too little, too late. But the biggest key thing, rugby, and anyone who, who's like, a, you know, has had this kind of competition before, and people who enjoy American football will hopefully like side on me on this. They'll be like, finally, the only one podcast in Basingstoke has said the truth. <laughs> and the truth is, rugby, you're only allowed to tackle from the waist down, as I understand it, legally. Sure, you can like throw yourself at them and whatever you hit, you hit, and they might just be like, whatever. But generally, as I understand it, the general rules, for the most part, I'm sure there's some intricate details here and there, and depending where you're playing, whether it be in Ireland or Scotland, that you can tackle from different places. But generally, it's from the waist down. That's why they don't wear padding. In American football, it's an open field as to what you want to tackle. And as we've seen, we've seen players dive, it tackle people, like, you know, hit the chest, shoulders, neck, head almost decapitate people we've seen it in the games let alone real life and um and that's why they wear padding because anything goes yeah and and not to not to mention i mean i've had the i mean i'm not i don't feel as passionately about about arguing the point if somebody wants to say that then fine but usually padding or no padding um you look at the size of these guys even the um like let's just say uh, generally speaking well not all the time, but um, there is a percentage of the time that the blockers are just big, heavy set guys. They're not necessarily all muscle because you can see they've got massive bellies. They've got massive bellies, but they're, they're, they're what, like six foot eight and they weigh like yeah. 900 pounds? Yeah, four, okay. 500 pounds of pure, like, uh, but, uh, but they're not, fuck you. That's yeah, what yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they're like, basically, they're just like a little mini versions of Godzilla out on the, on the, yeah. on the field. But um, and and they're the ones that are out of shape. The ones that are in shape um, are still that size, that weight of muscle. Pads or no pads, if somebody of that size, and these motherfuckers can run. Yeah, they pick up some speed. Well, I think so. Just think about that hitting you with pads or without pads. Yeah. Um. That- oh, three. three let's, let's 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 try and put it into, into perspective. Like um, I uh, say, who who um three hundred pounds? Do you know anyone who's three hundred pounds? Like a public figure, um, I could I would probably say okay. that maybe uh, The Rock is probably about three hundred pounds at this no, time. He's, he's going to be way more than that now. Well, maybe yeah, he, he's probably around about three hundred pounds of like muscle and stuff. Okay, so anybody's anybody, wrestling fan or not, doesn't matter. Look up Dwayne Johnson, aka The Rock, or look the Undertaker, up a of or The Undertaker, because he's like seven foot, but. Um, in his prime was like just uh, well they, they build him in at like 315 pounds I think probably more than that based on his height alone and how packed he was with muscle but yeah that's the sort of like look at Dwayne Johnson everyone knows him from movies and stuff even before even going back as far as uh, Walking Tall and Welcome to the Jungle he's got all the muscle and stuff before he went storage junkie he's huge then so yeah like he said imagine that running into you at uh, I know, you're running in the opposite direction, so you're going to have that head-on collision or whatever, and let's say you're going to have the impact of, like, what, a 30-mile-an-hour collision? I don't know, I couldn't even say let's speed just, like, or anything. but predict. But, but let's, even, let's say... Imagine you're running one direction, and Dwayne Johnson's running towards you, and he's going to, like, jump at you. 
Well, I mean, if that, if that was to take you down, me personally, I would I would just drop drawer and take a dump. Yeah, there but you won like some sort of like kind of protection. But that's the thing: the protection varies depending. Look at the wide receivers; they have very light padding. They don't wear much because they need to fly. Yeah. Um, on the, but then they still get hit by somebody of that yeah, size. Yeah, and, and it quite often does does happen. And again, this is comparison: like um, padding or not. Look at how they get hit. Look at how sometimes people. They get taken down because, like, they get tackled in the knees or whatever without knowing it. You know, people dive into them. And they're like, oh, shit. They might lose the ball or whatever. What do they do? They get up. There's no padding and stuff in the knees or whatever. They just get up and they carry on playing and stuff. What do the soccer players do over here when they get touched or looked at? They fall over and pretend like their leg's broken to the referee goes, yep, free kick or yellow card, whatever it is. And then they get up. After they're whinging and bitching and emoing out a little bit, and then they limp around for 30 seconds, and then they're absolutely fine for the rest of the game. But all it takes is for them to be looked at, and they fall over. They get touched. They fall okay. over, and they act I, like I, it's the end of the world. Like any, But any other sport, they get taken down left, right, and center. They just get back up and carry on doing it. Yeah. So... <coughs> they're both crazy sports. Yeah. They are, they are both crazy sports. Um, I can see the comparison between them. Yeah, I do. I mean, you know, I, 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 this thing, I respect rugby in uh, the fact that it's a sport and it is what it is. I don't understand the rules. I've, 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 I've sat down and watched um, a couple of games and stuff for family um, and just kind of like gone with it. I am interested to find out when I have the time or like next time it's on, whatever, I'll be like, I'll ask Christopher, like, right, so how's this work? What are they doing? Maybe one because of the... It's um, the only game where they move forward but throw the ball backwards. Maybe um, one of the guys on, our, on, our, on our, our local uh, podcast, um, pod pals, pod, pod people. Pod people. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, <laughs> hey. Like somebody like an ABH. Ah, are they, they rugby fans? I don't know, but they might know. Answer, are you? Or, <laughs> answer Tom. You might know the rugby rules. Can you email Scott? Uh, simplistic rules and <laughs> um or anybody anybody who knows in the rules just um i don't understand i get the throwing the ball to other people i don't get the constant throwing it backwards because like you're trying to move forwards it's weird but i don't understand the scoring where i think that's the only part that i don't get sometimes they kick it sometimes they just gotta run it and uh even when there's one around they have to dive and slide and spit and stuff for some reason uh Maybe that's a, I don't know, yeah. Or anyway, yeah, just just email in and yeah. and yeah, and you can email into uh, nashcastpod at gmail Indeed, cool. And just quickly, Dwayne Johnson leads me into Hulk Hogan. Ah, now you've got a story that I've never heard before. Yeah, it's not like um, it's a claim to fame, dude. Own it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I've only heard half the story, but well, you know, you haven't, you haven't. Okay, I, I'll do the, I'll tell the real story. Claim to fame, no bullshit. Yes. Okay. So I was working at a hotel. I was on the third floor of the hotel in in Florida. In Florida. And uh, this is not your origin story. This is not my origin Donna. story. Just yeah, you know, so you know. It's um, <laughs> our one listener in Canada. <laughs> it's but not our only Canadian listener. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> So, uh, you're working, in the fl- you're working on the third floor of a- working on a third floor, having a chat with somebody, and uh, just across the streets, uh, there was a, an open lot where um, a new building was to be put up. So, it was completely empty at the moment after demolishing everything. And they were doing a, um, a Christmas winter wonderland thing. So, it was decked out with like fake snow because it's Florida, so there's no real snow for those never. of you that don't know. Only, never any snow? only once that I know about while I was there. 
and it didn't settle because the ground was still too hot. And you were there for quite a while, weren't you? Yeah. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Would it just melt? It, yeah, it melted before it hit the ground. Was this like when they had snow in Buffy and Angel? Uh, and Buffy in Sunnydale. Where's Sunnydale? Is that California. real? And I don't think it's... I think it's a mythical place. All right. It's a mythical place in California. Yeah. California. I think so. You okay. could look it up. But maybe Sunnydale is a real place, but it, it doesn't doesn't coincide with um, when they blacked out the sun and all that kind of stuff. I have food that day. Yeah. yeah. How convenient. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, they had... The, so this this winter wonderland going on. Loads of kids running around. Um, loads of adults taking the kids there and stuff. And I looked out and there's beast of a man like right in the middle of the place oh um, what you gonna do you know with the bandana on and the long hair and yeah he just looks built like a brick shit house was he like tell me he was wearing clothes of some sort yeah yeah oh, okay. no, he wasn't standing out there like naked oh no I was expecting like him to be in the wrestling gear for some reason no 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 <laughs> no no because no, it was still it's still winter and so surprisingly so and a bandana yeah right. surprisingly so it does actually get cold in winter in Florida despite contrary belief like pretty fucking cold actually you heard it here first people yeah. um and someone said to me oh did you know that hulk hogan was downstairs i'm not a wrestling fan but everybody Free knows hulk who? <laughs> no everybody knows who the guy is yeah. and he did uh in the 90s like this, it was pretty big it was pretty big and he did a tv show for a while it involved a oh I, yeah you know it, it was somewhere in the caribbean or the tropics they had an awesome like speedboat type thing he was like a secret agent Let's he, not forget Suburban Commando. Yeah, he had a he had he had he had uh, a daughter in the TV show, or maybe it was his real daughter. Uh, they uh, they they started reality TV shows. Or no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was, yeah, it was something else. No, anyway, after this, but... so I knew who the guy was, and I thought, oh fuck it, I'm going to go down because I want to meet him. <laughs> Why? Why not? Yeah, well, that's that's okay. that. You know what? That's a great answer. Yeah, Why not? Why not? I mean. What are, what are, otherwise, we wouldn't be yeah. here having this podcast. I guess. So, uh, I run downstairs, go across the street. Uh, they're selling hot cocoa and all that stuff anyway. So I thought, you know, it's winter, it's cold. I'll get buy him one. Get me a hot chocolate. Didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> <laughs> this gets better and better. Um, went over and uh, you know waited after a couple of the people met him, and I just went up and I said, "Mr. Hogan, it's a pleasure to meet you." And hey, then I, brother! And then I realized how big this guy was. Wow. Is he and big? He, yeah. Well, everyone is big to me. Well, yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry. So please. I'm, I'm what, like 5'2 or something five like that? Two, yeah. Now I was probably a bit shorter than anyway, because this is. What are we looking at here? Like early teens? This is circa 90. Well, you were working, so you had to have been. This is circa, circa 98 ish, I think. Yeah, that's, that's reasonable. Yeah, so I was I was around 18, 19. So this is like 16 years ago. I'd like to think I've grown a couple of inches over the past 16 years. Absolutely. So I'm going to go with I was probably 4'11". Okay. Okay. <laughs> Big guy. Oh, shook his hand. He's got a good ha- He's got one of those. I, I mean, bet. understandably. His hand must be huge as well. Yeah, good, strong handshake. And then I shit you not, on the spot. I picked him up and pinned him. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I've got oh. whiskey up in my nose. <laughs> um, just to add a little <coughs> bit of spice and flavor to it. Yeah, so I met Hulk Hogan. <coughs> and, I thought I um, snorted some drugs or some sort. <laughs> oh, dear. <coughs> 
<laughs> Looks like I picked the wrong day to quit drinking. <coughs> You're right, though, dude. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, sorry. So you pinned, and you obviously you didn't pin him. No, no, no. I just I met him. Uh, you know, how's it going, etc. Uh, I you didn't were, offer like, him any. To meet you. What did he say? Did he call you brother? Uh, I honestly can't remember. Was he like, "Thanks, brother"? Because he was always like, "Brother, you're no. a brother." I honestly did he call you Hulkamaniac? No. Did he, you know, no. I did. I, you know, he. I, at the time, I didn't know that I was actually the Hulk. So, <laughs> I, you know, I didn't say anything like, you nah. know, "Don't make me angry." You won't like me when I'm I'm angry, or any shit like that. Um, no, I just I met Hulk Hogan, and you've now made me tell a story, and it 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 is kind of anticlimactic. It involved a handshake. No, but it's still, you know, you met somebody big, which, you know... It was actually big. Yeah, yeah, well, bigger than you. <laughs> bigger than life. Well, to be fair, <laughs> there's only one person that's famous that I've met who wasn't as big as yeah, me. Yeah, exactly, and this is what I'm leading into. So, was... the last few years we've been going to Comic-Con there in London, which I've got to say, I've mentioned this, I mentioned this in an email to... Uh, Kara. I read that email. Man, you like <laughs> go on a fucking rampage about how everything sucks over here. <laughs> if I was her, I would have read that and been like, this is one negative motherfucker. British sucks. Um, I'm hoping one day she might read out the email because it wasn't until after I sent it a couple of days later on when I went back and reread it. I don't know why, but I think I was uh, looking to clarify if I'd covered a specific detail about podcasting about Doctor Who stuff. And then... But I, I don't understand why you went... Like, you just <laughs> don't know either. You're, you're answering a question of like, she's like, you know, so what time should we do a joint podcast? You're like, well, due to the time difference, I work at night. But by, and by the way... And then it's like three pages of just bullshit. Not, <laughs> not spurred on by anything. Yeah, I don't and then know why. Her reply back to it is just like, uh, okay... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what happened there, but I'd, I'd love for for them to read that out one day, just to show how crazy us uh, or us Brits are. Um, Clarified, just show how crazy you are. Yeah, being the only Brit on the podcast, apart from Adam, Gareth, and Craig and Stace, but they've not been around for a while. So, but yeah, it was me that writ. Say, writ the email then. <laughs> I wrote the email. It's my fault. I take full responsibility. Um, but yeah, so for the last few years, we, uh, Sean, you and me, we have... Obviously, that's money we're talking to. <laughs> We've been going to Comic-Con. Yeah. And as I was going to say originally, yes, I was suck, compared to San Diego. I mean, you can't get better than that, can you? It's yeah. like, because it's America, easy to get to, for, it's a central point for every fucking American and Canadian out there that you get casts, entire casts of... TV shows show up all in one go, and all we get it's, basically is the dregs. It's not, it, but it's not only due to the, 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 the how central the location is. I think it's just that it, does help. Yeah, it, it does. Costs but less, it's, obviously, but it's the, it's the progression know? of that particular convention, yeah. you know, over the past twenty years or whatever. But I honestly that is, think that has that, that you know it's grown into that thing. I think yeah. if you know the very first Comic Con that ever took place was in London, yeah. and 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 slowly but surely more studios got involved in it and it grew to that's the thing I feel it's held back by money because I think if they did a a weekly thing so because ours is you know we can't afford much um, as I wrote in the email to Kara um, so we just do the weekend it's kind of like Friday night to Sunday 
and that's it. Whereas in San Diego, it's all week. And I'm pretty certain if they put the money into it and did a week thing in this country, all the geekazoids out there and whatnot, or whatever they're fucking called oh, these yeah. days, look, dude, they would all take time off. They'd all, and if you had the entire cast there, yeah. they would all make their money. I mean, look at like uh, this year, for example. You've got the guy that played Leah Dharma going. You've got Daddy Adama. <laughs> whatever his name is. <laughs> Daddy <laughs> Adama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, from Battlestar Galactica. Um, that's it. It's just it's sorry. Me. I want to. I want to see. Uh, I want to see Battlestar Galactic and I were Lee Walsh onto the radio with Daddy. <laughs> the Cylons are attacking. <laughs> Where's Daddy Adama? <laughs> um. So yeah, that's the too. But like a couple of years back, we had Katie Sackoff, and I'm like, okay, I know they've gone their own different ways now, but why would it be so hard to get some like even half the cast together? So like Lee Adama, Daddy Adama, D Adama, technically when she got married. Um, Starbuck the guy that lost his leg Felix um, the chief I can never remember the chief's name I, 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 I can't remember any of them I know Starbuck the engineer chief chief Vic no no, no I can never remember his name yeah but yeah Sol another one um, another, okay. Ho- another Hogan yeah. Michael Hogan it's like why all we get is like little bits and pieces I mean over here we always get no <laughs> kind of disrespect to the people but we always get the same guys of like Kenny Baker Jeremy what's his face that played Boba Fett originally apparently um, David Prowse uh, all the, the Star Wars guys that you never see the faces of in the movies <laughs> and because they've got nothing else to do and that's it Every, and then the occasional star from another American TV show or movie or something that's it but you know the only the most common person I've seen so far two years in a row is that Lena, or Lena, what's her face? Lena Hedy. Yeah, Game of Thrones and Sarah Connor Chronicles and whatnot. T- two years in a row now, she's going. And I bet she still looks as awful as she did last time. Which, not to say that she doesn't look good. Although it does, when I said it. <laughs> but she just horribly looks... She just looks anorexic. It looks horrible. When you see on the screen, it's not too bad, because she's covered up. She's got all the gowns and the... the, 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 the Clothes, fabric, and whatnot. <laughs> but when you <laughs> but when you see her sat at the booth and stuff, and she's just wearing like a, uh, uh, I don't do fashion, dude. Are they tank tops? Yeah, yeah. Well, she's yeah, wearing one dude, of those. You're wearing a tank top now, just to let you know. Yeah, that's fine. It's okay. hot, okay. And you know, if someone wants my autograph, if you want my autograph, you can ask me at nashcastpod at gmail dot com. <laughs> um, no, but it's like so you see how skinny her arms actually are and stuff, and. I don't mind the tattoos and all that kind of stuff, but it's just like, she looks really fucking thin and like scarily unhealthily kind of thin. And I, I mean, maybe it's just me. I just think it doesn't, maybe there's a reason for it, but you know, sometimes I just think, you know, I don't know any press about like, you know, a condition that she might have, whatever. I just, sometimes I think it sends out the wrong message. Okay. When she goes we're to we're going way off, looking off point, that. dude. <laughs> well, we're talking about comic cons and people we've met. I didn't and meet we didn't her. meet her. No, we saw yeah. her. And we're talking about, we saw and the difference. Her. The difference, but where you saw and judged her, <laughs> I did. She looked, and good. then and then haven't let it go for a whole year. Yeah, we'll see how she looks this year, and we'll come back to you guys. Um, um, I think you're. I think you're right. That it is a money thing, but you've got. It's not about the people that put the convention on putting the money into it. San Diego has got every major studio uses that to promote their big blockbuster. Yeah, films that are coming up no doubt trailers with trailers and, and cast either like 
So at Comic Con before, like whatever it was, two years two years before Avengers came out, they held the the whole cast up there. Hmm. The studio are obviously paying to to promote their like their big blockbuster through that. No doubt at Comic Con this year, you're going to have stuff that's centered around Star Wars, and I wouldn't be surprised if the key cast members are there back. Are well, there ne- we, next year we're talking. No, this this year it's in July this year. In San Diego. You think I don't think a lot. I don't think a lot of Star Wars people will be there until next year. After. Okay, maybe, but they might have something Star Wars themed to to keep you know the rumor mills going. Um, whether it's this year or next year, they've got everything centered around the Batman Superman film. Oh yes, uh, the Justice League that's coming up. All these things, but the studios that make hundreds of billions of dollars per year are putting the money into that, whereas the organizers for the you know, the Comic-Con over here, or all the cons over here, they don't have access to that kind of fund. So unless a studio particularly wants to invest the money into it, it isn't going to happen, yeah. unfortunately. But I'll tell you what, you, you call up the, you know, the, the dude that runs Disney and Marvel and... Oh, yeah, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, um, who else is there? Call Mark up... Mark email. <laughs> Good, drop him a mail and be like, dude, you know, can you can you put like, you know, I don't know, I don't know, you you you've made billions, put like a billion into the London Comic Con and get me some good people. Well, and people uh, that aren't too skinny. I just yeah. <laughs> No, I just think um uh, because I know they're doing a lot of um everywhere's doing like all their filming over in the UK at the moment because of the uh some tax bullshit in America. Uh, apparently so it's like it kind of makes sense well if you're over here and filming and stuff take a couple of days out go to Comic Con I mean they're filming episode 7 Star Wars as we speak right in, okay well not right this second but yeah. today here in the UK so it's like are they in that much of it is their schedule that busy and that tight and whatnot that they can't Disney can't be like you know what let's get a bit of publicity you know get, go Comic Con that's why I mean that's why I'd be doing it. I, it for me. It's like it's it's extra advertising. It's building the hype. If you had, you know, bang, it, it gets uh, announced next week, which it could very well do. And if it did, it's because of this podcast. JJ Abrams announced at Comic Con. You know, who wouldn't want to go to that? You know, and like paid to have a uh, you know a chat about you know upcoming projects and talk about episode seven and stuff, what he's doing and, and stuff, and maybe what kind of direction he's taking it in and stuff, and just little not like spoilers, but little hints about what he's doing and how just to like reassure the fans of what how he's going about the Star Wars films. Because most people are generally like, yeah, well, he did a good job with uh you know, with Star Trek, so and he didn't like Star Trek. But he loves Star Wars, so he should do a good job with that, but you know, it'd just be nice to have a, that bit of reassurance. And he's next door; he's in London. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 London, I, so I'm, I'm with Carrie you. It would, Fisher, it would be Harrison Ford. Everyone's in fucking London. It's like it would it would be awesome to have him there. I, I, I would I would love to have him there. I'd so get a picture of Carrie Fisher. Oh, I know you would, you dirty bastard. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I can't get. I mean, back her in Empire Strikes Back, she looks amazing. I I would love to to have them all there. I do think that um, if that was to happen, the convention has to be longer. Yeah, probably. Okay, because you think like Harrison Ford gets announced for the London Comic Con. Yeah. Every person that's going is going to want to meet him. Yeah. 
So you and he's like 70 something, 71, yeah, 71, 71 now or something. Yeah. You can, he's going to get tired like after the first couple yeah, of hours. There's no like, way you could cram that all into into two days. I mean, let's take a look at, at Stan Lee, for example. Oh, man, he's going to be fucked. He's, I don't he's, know how he's, because he's doing like all of it the whole weekend. Yeah, he's going this year. He's going to well, be fucked. The moment, the moment. He's 90 something? No, he's not. I think he's in his 80s now, though. Okay, sorry, Stan. Yeah. 80 something. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck you. Nothing. Excelsior. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's 80, 83, I want to say. Um, but that's still... I mean, we saw Danny Glover last yeah. year. And yeah, and he, he was... When we saw him on the Sunday, and so he'd been... He said he'd come down Friday night, or he was out, and he obviously done all day Saturday. Because when I went to see him, we did the photo, and he looked all right, and then I went to get... I, I, yeah, we must have been the same. I got my autograph after the picture. Yeah. And there was no one there, went up there, and I said to, I, I had a little bit of a chat, and I was... I mean, it's fucking Dan. No one would believe me. I wish I was like next this year. I'm recording everything, but um, I was like, "Yeah, oh, hey, how you doing?" And he just in Danny Glover way, he was just like, "Oh man, I'm tired." I was like, "I bet you are, man." It's like, "Yeah, you, you've probably been here like you know all today and all this." And he's like, "I've been here since Friday night," <laughs> and yeah, you know, he's like, "All of yesterday and all of today, I'm tired." <laughs> I'm um, too up for this shit. Yeah, I was waiting for it, but I never came. Out. I didn't want to push it either. But I was like, respect, because I was like, I will never forget hearing these words from this guy, and he did sound fucked. And I loved the fact that he was that honest with me. That he could have been like, you know, anyone at during the day would have been like, oh yeah, nice to meet you too, and go about your business and stuff. But the fact that it was quite, no one was around, and it was just, it was literally just like a a brief like heart to heart where he knew I was like. I don't need your bullshit. Just how you doing? He's, I'm tired. It's like, yeah, me too. And we had that moment of, of truth and stuff. And yeah, and, and what, what what nailed the head for me was when I when I went to shake his hand, and he he couldn't even like lift his hand off the table. He just yeah. like he put it out, but it was just like that on the table. And so I I went in and, and shook it and stuff. And I was just like, you're awesome. And then of course, fucking Adam went in after me. And was like, so Luther Weapon Five, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like we'll see <laughs> I was like man give the guy a break he's tired yeah and I <laughs> think I think Stanley is going to be like that this year I mean yeah. the moment that he was announced I went on there and I bought my ticket for a picture with him mm. that that sold out within a couple of hours yeah all of the pictures for Friday night sold out all of the pictures for Sunday sold out so then they put up a second picture round on there yeah which I think is 15 pounds more than the ones I paid for those have sold out. Then they've put up a third round of pictures on there at 65 quid a pop. Wow. And I think for two days they're sold out in one well, more. Well, they know it's going to sell. So. Yeah, it's going to sell. But that means that that's triple the amount of people because usually once something sells out, that's it. I know they're, I know they're really quick. You literally, you're in, your smile, photos taken. Yeah. They print it off now, which is a really nice way of doing yeah. it. But at 83, but him, at 83 years like old. Hundreds of people. I think literally. it's going to be thousands. I think it's going to yeah. be absolutely packed. I think, like, I want to get his autograph. But... I, I, I am I, I, I am uh, I will accept it if I can't because the lines are just going to be way too long I so if you're not paid for the autograph you then, can't pay for them up front you not no the only thing that you could have done was bought uh, either a gold or a silver comic pass which meant that you don't have to take an, a, a, a queuing ticket right you yeah. could just whenever you just go there you just join the queue where it's at right but you're getting the picture on Saturday right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so you'll probably be able to get it on Sunday what, the autograph? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Def- like I'm definitely going to go for pop it. Pop in Sunday morning and be like, hey, I got this from yesterday. Do you remember? 
felt you were there. That's yeah. you. <laughs> um, and he'll be like, uh, um, um, uh, Excelsior! <laughs> but, yeah, so to the point, like, he's going to be fucking busy all day long. If Harrison Ford was announced, you would you probably have people that don't usually go to Comic-Con just going to meet him. Yeah. Three days or two and a half days, like Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, wouldn't be enough time for that. The convention would have to run. The convention. Yeah. The convention. <laughs> <laughs> the convention, which shall, um, which shall henceforth, it shall now be known as the convention. The convention, yeah. <laughs> the convention of the comics. Um, it, will ha- it would have to run for a whole week yeah. just to, to, to give that guy a break. To give everybody the opportunity to meet him, um, and and he probably won regular breaks because he's a big star and he's got his ear pierced and whatnot. He needs time away from people, and he's also seventy-one years old. Yeah, but he's, and, yeah, let's not forget and, that. And, and and as well, I mean, he's probably going to get pissed off with the amount of people that go up to meet him and be like, "Hey, it's really nice to meet you." And then when he goes, "Oh, I'm all right, I'm all right, what?" You'd be like, "Excuse me, yeah, what was that?" Maybe. And then he'll say something else, and then after a hundred times, he's going to be like, "I'm not talking anymore." Yeah, you motherfuckers don't listen. Yeah, because he's not naturally a very—he is like the epitome of uh, good it? acting. He's not naturally like a loud speaker or anything. Yeah, it is the same for everybody, though. I remember we mentioned it either on this podcast or the one before, where um, I met Christopher. What's his face? I want to say Golden still, Christopher Golden. Or hold on, he's I have no idea who you're talking who, about. He's an author of. Um, Buffy and Angel books and stuff and other things as well. He's, he's a well-known author and uh, apparently... <laughs> so well-known. <laughs> yeah, that... I can't I'm not, remember his name. Yeah. Um, I'm Anthony Strahead. That we... Because when we... we, we, when, we when I started queuing, uh, it was very... We were one of the first people in. So we got in and we got like a whole bunch of stuff signed and stuff and one And we had a bit of a chat as well and... Uh, with Anthony Stewart and Chris, and, and it was cool. And then afterwards, we just like hung around. But seeing the transitional change of because of time and whatnot, and even after when they took a break, it went from you know having a bit of a chat to people and signing books and whatnot to just signing books. And then it went from like uh, they they started off you know signing a name because when they'd come up, there was no system like in Comic Con where. Now, I know a couple of years back they didn't have it, but now you can go in, write it, you know, they write your name down, you can give them a card and they sign the name, done. A couple of years back, didn't really have that. Back when uh, Tony Head showed up, um, there was no at all. So he'd be like, oh, um, who do you want me to sign it to or whatever? Or, you know, what's your name or, you know, whatever. And so I was like, oh, yeah, Scott. <laughs> Giggle. <laughs> and he'd sign it, Scott, whatnot, and, and sign it down and stuff. But then... After the first like couple of hours, it just went to just signing. There was none of this like, oh, who's it to, whatever. Unless some people did specifically say, oh, can you sign it to whoever, whatever. Done. But very quickly, it went just from like having a chat and oh, who's it to, whatever, to just, just signing books, and suddenly everyone became a number, sort of thing. Um, I can see how it gets yeah, how, how, how it gets tiring. I mean, um, who was the guy that I met last year? Uh, Robert uh, <laughs> Razagul. <laughs> Yeah, you met him. <laughs> Dude, kill the motherfucker. He still came back. <laughs> um, no, uh, Robert uh, Patrick Kempner, Kempner? The, the guy from Prison Break, T-Bag, the one that lost his hand in Prison Break. Oh, he's back this year. Yeah, he's oh. back. Yeah, he is back. Oh, this so year. he's back two years running as well. Yeah. I didn't know. Oh, yeah, he was there last year. Yeah, he was. 
Um, and, and, no and, disrespect to him, but he wasn't looking that great either for his age. Um, I don't know how old he is. We'll find out in a moment. Yeah, because he might, he might, he might be in like his seventies and looks really good. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't get a picture with him. But I didn't, did. You talk to him? Yeah, I did meet him. And I did. He have that kind of like list speed kind of thing that he has in TV shows. Yeah, uh, a little really? bit, a little bit. Yeah, the, the so dude. Like, the dude ah, how old? Doing? How old do you think he is? Oh, um. I would put him in his fifties. Yeah, he's fifty-four. Yeah, that, that's that's good. I just like from what I'd seen him on TV shows and stuff, he looked younger than he actually did in real life when I saw him at the booth. Makeup. Oh, he looked younger in real no, life. Than no, he looked older in real life. Sorry. Well, that's what I said. He's probably like a lot of makeup and stuff. Yeah, probably. But yeah. he was um, when I when I got there earlier on in the day and you know saw him there. You think he's gay? I don't know. I'll ask him this year. All right. Cool. Um, he was he was getting like a lot of people that were coming up saying like can I get a picture with you and he was getting up and he was taking like a selfie with or letting like his assistants that was there or whatever they take start a picture. off doing that don't they they're like yeah yeah, yeah sure and then after yeah. a while they're like oh. and then by the time I went to go see him you know I went up shook his hand had a chat with him like how's it going and you know the the usual shit and you know he's you know he I said you know can you know can we, can we get a picture and he said I would really love to I've been standing up and down all day for two days now, I'm wiped. Yeah, I'm really okay. sorry. Uh, I'm I'm really sorry, and I can understand. You're sitting there, you're getting up and leaning over a table. Yeah, because you're gonna be like, you're gonna get in the, in the in the picture and yeah. you'd be like, hello, and then, or whatever and then getting back say. up and sitting back down and then going off and taking the pictures with everybody. I think take the picture. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, can I meet anybody this year and just do that to be like, <laughs> take the picture, take the picture. But you gotta like have a vest or something that you can just yeah, like, just like do that like and like rub the that. nipple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So and yeah, he was he was exhausted, but he's he, he like his apology for not taking the yeah. picture. It was very genuine and very. Did helpful. you just like be like, okay, can I just get a picture of you sat down then? No. <laughs> um, but I did walk. You didn't away. take a picture of him. You, no. Oh man, I'd have been like, oh, okay, well, do you mind if I just get a picture now? Because he put him like, I'm sat down, go for it. I, to be fair, I didn't because at that point I was just having a chat with him. So uh, it, did he have both hands free? And, yeah, they he are did. real. He yeah, did. they are. Yeah, it's not like he actually got one of them cut off. Oh, well, sometimes you never know. Yeah, no, they they are they are both That's real. Cool. Who else have you met? Um, all right. So if we go back to the first year, oh shit, yeah. Let's do let's try this chrono, 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 chronologically. <laughs> yeah. So the first year I met Katie Sackoff. We met Katie Sackoff. Yes, we. Sorry, we met I, Katie Sackoff, and we did the chat as well. That was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Whether she had that following from Italy or something, where they follow her wherever she goes, because <laughs> she was like, "I recognise you guys." <laughs> <laughs> um, who else did I meet that year? Oh, this... I, uh, is that the year that I did Leah Thompson? I think you did Leah Thompson the year. Oh no, it's a different. Oh, oh yeah, it must have been. Yeah, yeah. I think it was uh, Leah God. Thompson. From for those people that don't know, she was she played Marty McFly's mother in Back to the Future. Um, she was also in one of my favourite movies. Um. <laughs> so I would help you out here, but I have no idea where you're um, going. I'm going to cut that. <laughs> Drink. No, you really. Well, no, no, I need. You really want to remember it? Some kind of beautiful. A nice little love story about. A dude, a girl you think's a lesbian, and this chick. 
in the eighties. If you've not, did have you seen it? I honestly have no idea what you're talking about. Some some kind of beautiful. Well, it's called some kind of beautiful. Yeah, that's what it's called. Some. Kind oh, of I beautiful. thought you were saying it's no, 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 some... <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, <laughs> no, that's what it's called. I'm pretty sure it is. Let me just double check. Some kind. Yeah, no, sorry, some kind of wonderful. Uh, no, I don't think so. A young tomboy Watts finds her feelings for her best friend Keith run deeper than just friendship when he gets a date with the most popular girl in school. Unfortunately, the girl's old boyfriend, who is from the rich section of town, is unable to let go of her and plans to get back at Keith. Now, this movie, just a quick insight into my psyche. If you want to go there. (laughs) Now, I love this film because it was like everything that I wanted when I was in school. And in the next podcast... um, it was going to be actually a topic of mine that I was going to ask anyway about, um, you know, first loves and that kind of stuff in school, loves, crushes, whatever you want to call it. I had mine. I'm sure you had yours. Um, and this movie, like, kind of mirrored, like, what my ideal world would have been. <laughs> it wasn't. Okay. So, but in a dream world where, like, if I had the opportunity where if things transpired as the movie did, which I tried to make it happen in real life, but it didn't, then it would have been all worked out. But as I've already said, it didn't. So, yeah, <laughs> it's all good. But no, yeah, great film. So, Leah Thompson, she was in that. Um, people in the 90s would know her from Caroline in the City. It's a TV comedy show. Um, but... Uh, apart from that, if you don't know who she is, look her up on IMDb. I met her. She's cool. She's hot. Yeah, she is. I still wouldn't say no. Nope, I imagine <laughs> not. She's probably on on that, <laughs> on that same list with Diane Lane. Oh God, yes. Um, okay, I got. I, I can't remember by year. I'm gonna have to work around the pictures of my room. Okay. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking as well. Okay. So. So okay, we started off with Katie Sackoff. Yeah, Katie Sackoff. Katie Thompson, me. You met a couple of the. Didn't you get a picture of the? Firefly people. Uh, no, I didn't. I just met. I, I got their autographs on a Firefly you picture. Got, there's a dude. There's a there's a dude that you got a picture with, which like I, none of us knew. We were like Stargate. Yeah. So I met Ben Browder. I don't know who he is. Yeah. Who was? <laughs> who is? He's known mostly for Farscape and for Farscape. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Sorry. Farscape and for Stargate. Oh, he's in Stargate as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. I was right. Both. Okay. Yeah. Both right. times. <laughs> um, I then met um, a guy named Joel. Joel. Gretsch, um, who is no, he was in Steven Spielberg's Taken, the TV show. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in the 4400 um, in the recent uh, version of V, um, and he's been in several other TV shows. I really like his work, and he's a super cool guy. And he was one of these guys where um, I kept on going back to get his autograph, um, and he wasn't there. Right. I thought he was just off doing like pictures and stuff like that, and then I went up to you know, the not his actual assistant, but the person that's assigned by the convention to be with them. They just sat at his desk going, oh. Yeah, they were they were just yeah, <laughs> sat there twiddling the thumbs. Um, and I and I asked her, like, you know, am I I keep on missing him. So when when should I come back basically? <laughs> Has he gone home? <laughs> and she said, um, you know, like he, he he had flown in the night before or something like that on a red eye. So he was oh, super shit. exhausted. Well from like America. Yeah. What's the red eye? A red eye is like a, a very like early a morning or very late night flight. So it's like the unsociable hours. And, and it, Oh, shit. Um, 
So he'd gone for a nap, basically. And he, he was having, like, really massive back pain. So he had, they had given him some... Shit. Or he had gotten some drugs or something like that to help alleviate the pain. <laughs> he sat at the back sniffing coke. <laughs> <laughs> back problems! Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so they said, basically, they're waiting for the queue to build up a little bit. And then they will go off to the green room and they'll get him. Oh, right. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I, I'll hang out. And I did say to him, I was like, look, I don't want to put him out, obviously. So if it's too much trouble, I, I don't have to. <laughs> Just for you. It's not going to like, <laughs> it's not going to kill me. I said, or if it helps him, I'll happily go back to the green room and just see him. <laughs> Which I said in a humorous way. And the yeah. people behind me laughed. The person that was there didn't find it funny. So it, to of which I was just like, fine, fuck it. Go get him. Yeah. <laughs> no, so yeah, we fine. waited for a bit. And I think once the lion ended up with about six or seven people, yeah. He then came out. He was not moving fast. And he's not an old guy. Uh, he kind of, not like limped over or hobbled over, but you could tell he was walking with a little bit of pain. He yeah. sat down and I came over. And again, he was like, I'm really, really sorry you had to wait. I was like, dude, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you're, you know, visibly you're in a little bit of pain. Yeah. And he's like, you know. Were you like, you know, fuck, fuck about me. How are you? Yeah, are I you did. okay? I did. I was just like. <laughs> You know, are you are you all right? He goes, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's just a bit of back pain, but they've given me some painkillers, and and I'll, and I'll be all right. Wow. And I, you know, and I again, I was like, you know, with the late flight and all that, and you know, yeah. the up and down and all this, I can't imagine that it's, you know, that it, it's, you know, sometimes it's quite hard. And they're all very like appreciative of their fans coming out. So he, it's just like, don't worry about it. I'm, you know, I'm very grateful to get the opportunity to come out to see everybody. Um, you know, thank you for waiting. And, not, and that's a good thing because he's like it's not like he's you know a huge star is it yeah. he's just like he's been in a couple of TV shows and obviously he had some problems on the flight or whatever and I mean I I, I, I mean my situation is slightly different but I can imagine what it's like I had um, on my, the holiday that I had and stuff I had massive back pain um, yeah from all the autographs I had to do while yeah yeah around. yeah just, I couldn't get around this old village <laughs> without all these old people coming up to me they're walking sticks being like oh sign this for me and I was, you know who uh, I am yeah no <laughs> just sign it <laughs> yeah and I was up and down from my seat and stuff signing stuff taking pictures of these old boards and whatnot. and oh man it's tough work but um, no I mean yeah I did all the walking around on Monday um, kind of in a way fucked in hindsight I knew I should have done it but I didn't because Stace cracked a joke beforehand because I'd looked at my walking stick that I have obviously I've got a couple and I was like <laughs> one for each occasion <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh should I take it and um, and I thought I thought I was like no I, I won't need it we're not going to do that much walking around Stace was like oh come on old man and I was like yeah I won't need it <laughs> But yeah, on the on the Tuesday we did so much walking around and stuff, and never recovered from it after that. I just mm. back pain. I mean, a great thing. Surprisingly, my mum was amazing during this period because not only did she know that I was drinking from ten o'clock in the morning. I mean, it's only beer, and like I said, a lot of people be like, "Oh my god, you were drinking all day!" But like I said, I went through just one of these boxes of Fosters, whatever, yeah. fifteen cans in a week or like five days. And um, so it's not the strongest of things, but, you know, come to it, my mum would quite happily give me, like, the strongest painkiller she had, which is, like, I don't know, black market, kind of, like, 1,000 milligrams type stuff. And it was amazing. After which point you were running up the hills, going, like, yay! <laughs> well, it went really well with the beer, I must say, and I, I, I did kind of, like, 
calm down a bit. I was like, hey. As well as like, I, I do just want to say that that Nash cast does not condone drinking and taking drugs at the same time. No, we've we've done we tried this before in episode nine, and it didn't work out very well. We got distracted a lot. But <laughs> let's get back to the point. So, who else have we met? So, you um, met Jeff. Uh, what's his name? So, his name was uh, Jog Jogesh. He was uh, broken at the time. He was broken at the time. Um, I did have a nice little conversation, like when he went to sign my name. He's like, "Oh, Sean, like Sean Connery," and I was like, "Yeah, exactly, like Sean Connery." <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> 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 Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was the prom queen, and he was just like, "Yeah, that's a cool name." And I was like, "I didn't want to say it to him." My, my name is sure. actually my name is actually Neil, but never yeah. mind. Uh, um, let's not confuse the podcast out there because we've already had that with Aviation. They're like, "Is it Neil? Is it Sean?" Because you're fucking Twitter handy. Yeah. Um, so I met him. Um, I'm struggling to think who I met. That met. Day. I got a picture with Karen Gillan from Doctor Who. Was that the first? I think that was the second. No, I don't. I don't know years. Oh yeah, okay. Just going around the pictures in the yeah, room now. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that actually not is the picture's not up because it didn't come out well. I look like I'm asleep. Um, <laughs> so I'm not all that pleased with that one. Oh, uh, we could probably scan that in and adjust that. I've tried that. Have you? Yeah. Getting that. Getting uh, like this. Uh, like my eyes. Can you not pic- just like just turn out the glasses if you wear sunglasses? Would that not make you better? I don't have. Oh, you were wearing glasses, though, weren't you? Wearing so glasses. Just, yeah, if you tint the actual glasses bit as if you were, there were sunglasses, that would probably look okay. better. Okay, that's a good idea. I'll have a look at that. Let's see. Here, I know we both met Mark Shepard. Yeah, well, I didn't get a picture with him, but I didn't get his autograph. Didn't he? No. Cunt. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Who did I get a picture with then? Uh, you... I mean, I know it's Mark Shepard, but I'm sure someone else was with me. Or maybe not. Maybe it was. Maybe. No, Stace? I know. So Kay Sackoff, Leah Thompson, Mark Shepard, Danny Glover, Norman Reedus. Yeah, I met Norman. He's cool. God Norm. Yeah, I got a picture with him. I got you guys would know him as Daryl Reedus. No, is as, right? as Daryl no, Dixon. <laughs> sorry. Da- <laughs> the fuck do I know? Yeah, Daryl Norman, Norman Reedus, Daryl Dixon. Yeah, Daryl Dixon from the, from the Walking Dead. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a dude, I gotta yeah, say. He is super cool. Um... Got a picture with him, got his autograph, yeah. and uh, like on the picture that was Yeah, taken. and you had a good chat with his, like the dude who was with him. I don't know if it was his... Uh, One of his assistants. Publicist or whatever, but because yeah. he was Sean as well, but you're Sean, the same spelling. Yeah. Oh, and... Yeah, was it Sean or Neil? I can't remember. Sean. Yeah. Was, yeah. I asked it, because we, we, I remember you saying like, there was, there was obviously lots of different ways you could say it. It's like, or spell it as S E A N and S H A W N and yeah. so forth and whatnot. And his was spelled exactly the same. He was like, oh, I spelled the cool way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's um, cool. Had a, yeah. And had a bit of chat with him. Had a bit of chat with, with, with Norm. Norm. Uh, my yeah, buddy, my cool. buddy Norm. Um, oh, buddy. Yeah. Who else is there? Uh, Danny Glover, as we've mentioned. Um, who else did I? Oh, I uh, had my picture taken uh, with. Um, Christopher Lambert. Oh yeah. Um, there can be only one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he. In, I mean, I. He hasn't done like a whole lot of like great films, but I just consider him a. a, a Thing is, legend. the films that he's been in, though, I. I mean, just three off the top of my head right now: Highlander, Fortress, and Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I love him in them. I mean, Highlander, great saga. Well, great idea. One, I love one and two. A lot of people don't like two. They're like, oh, let's forget that existed. But for me, 
three onwards, it just gets worse and worse. But think, one and two, great. I think, well, for me, it's one and three. Two is okay. Three, yeah. there's there are parts of three that I didn't like. Or I thought were a bit, yeah, not not good. But it, it's, they, when they filmed three, they filmed it basically disregarding two. Yeah. Like it didn't happen. Yeah, and no, I, I, I didn't agree with that. But then Fortress... Great solid film. There's like there's, there's there was not much wrong with that. I really enjoyed that. Um, Mortal Kombat, yeah, a bit kind of like hit and miss, I guess, with some people and stuff. But for what it was based off a uh, at the time cartoon uh, 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 computer game, if they did Mortal Kombat now, like fully fledged film, and they had the, the budget for it like they did back then, it would be astounding. Like looking at obviously what they're doing with uh, you know Marvel and DC stuff, they would hammer the shit out of uh, Mortal Kombat uh, a, a new movie but that being said I enjoyed the movie for what it was it was a great strong cast the guy that plays Shang Tsung can never remember his name but he's an old uh, Chinese Asian man, North Korean Japanese dude that's in loads of stuff Yeah, has been for the last hundred years and he's brilliant in everything and you've got um, yeah, Christopher Lambert playing Raiden yeah. and again whatever the film may suffer because of plot whatever He's still good in it. He is. He is good in it. And and one of his films, and I looked for the DVD everywhere when I found out that he was getting announced for, or when he was announced for Comic-Con. Yeah. So I'd love to get him to sign it because it's his, for me, probably my favorite film. And a great thriller. It's a film called uh, Night Moves. Yes. I don't know if you remember it at all. Um, no, I, we've had this conversation before, and yeah. I, I've gone and watched it. Have you? Uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't remember much about it now, but we'll need, we'll need to I don't remember it, going and watching it. We'll need to get it again, because it's also got um, Diane Lane in it, doing her thing. <sighs> like, yeah. Um, Is that when the drapes are across the bedroom? I think so, yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, we've got, a, we've got a, a peeping Tom. Hello. Yeah, I've been worried there for a second. I was expecting... I'm not going to tell you what I was expecting, but not her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we interrupt this podcast. Say hello, Stace. Hi, Stace. Good job. Hello, Stace. Quickly. Hello. Drop your bags. <laughs> drop your bags. What do you want from me? You're a moral creep. Well, we're trying to work this out. Not in any particular order, but Comic Con. We're trying to go through the list. We did, obviously, I did Leah Thompson, Katie Sackhoff. I didn't do them, <laughs> if only. We've got pictures with Leah Thompson, Katie Sackhoff, Mark Shepard, Danny Glover, yeah. Norman Reedus. Yeah, Star Trek people. You- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you did the DS9. Star Trek, yeah. The, how the fuck did Where I is that, that picture? Um, it's, it's in. Protected somewhere. My Marvel Encyclopedia, because we've been wondering where to put up all the pictures and stuff but yeah half the cast yeah so i met one two how much been like six of them i think six of the cast yeah because you were the middle yeah so who, who was there for that i know it Avery was, brooks uh, who yeah. played cisco um they pronounce i don't know how to pronounce it if it as i understand it, it's nana but some people say nana visitor who played kira okay she was she was oh. one of my crushes as a kid and going back into Comic Con and seeing her again, she became my crush again. Despite the fact that, like a lot of other people, she crazily thin, like horribly thin, and not in a, an attractive kind of way. Um, What's with the pizza? Alexander Siddiq, who played the Doctor Bashir, Bashir, uh, he was there. 
Um, the guy, Armin Sh- Armin Shimmerman. Sharmerman. Armin Shimmerman. Shimmerman? Shimmerdude. Armin Shimmerman. From Deep Space Nine. He was also in Buffy. He played the, uh, the school principal for a little while. Yeah, principal prick, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, he's been in some stuff. Um, yeah, he was there as well. Uh, Super Dan Bashir. Quite, oh, the guy played Odo. Uh, he was also in Boston Legal. Um, Rene... Aubergenois. Okay. It's French. Well done. Thanks. Yeah, René Aubergenois. Uh, apparently, the spelling's like kind of weird, but I heard that pronunciation when um, years ago when they did, uh, there was like a 25th anniversary of something Star Trek related or whatever, and they had like the entire cast from every Star Trek series and film. Everyone that was available was up there, and uh, he got called up, and that's how they pronounced it. So that's how I pronounced it. Um... So yeah, so I had Cisco to my left, Kira to my right, and there's Bashir, Quark, Odo. Yeah, I think that was it. So they were uh, they were really awesome. Um, I think that's it. Photo wise, I think I'm sure there might be a couple more, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Are you missing any? Uh, I am missing some. Um, yeah, this is really bad of us. It is. No. This is this is why we got pictures taken though, to not forget. Yeah, to not forget. <laughs> uh oh let me just finish checking. So I've got that one there, that one there. Oh the how could I forget um Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones. Oh, I thought we mentioned him, but no, no, oh, right. yeah, well Yeah, and his picture's already out on Twitter and that um, was in the last, Yeah, I got the impression that the uh, the guys drunk appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs> Although they got the impression that that from their point of view, I don't know. Maybe it was a new perspective, but they kind of like because uh, I, I don't know if it was Drunk Geeks or if it was Kara that commented on it, but they mentioned that he didn't look too impressed. Um, but I was like, I kind of got the impression that he kind of like understood that you were wearing a shirt that said, "I'm not sure I'm fun size," but him looking, he would have known that you're wearing because you're short as well. Yeah. I mean, not as short as him, but no, a short dude. And but he was, all, I mean, when you walked in, wasn't he all like, "That's a cool shirt, son." Did he mention something about it? Uh, he, he, he pointed, like, cool. he pointed, and he kind of chuckled, and he gave like kind of the thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, it's like that shirt or something. Yeah. And then when, when he had the picture, he just pointed at it. Did, yeah, he pointed. I mean, you didn't like pose him and be like, "Oh, can you point at my picture when we take the picture?" No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> no, yeah, I did say so, to him, like, "Can I pick you up?" But he didn't. He wasn't having any of that. <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. So he obviously did the, um, he I got th- the human th- behind it. I think he, I think so. And I think if it really offended him that much, like, cause I then went and got an autograph from him afterwards. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, aside from the fact that they were telling everybody no one could shake his hand. So he couldn't, I don't really know I, why. He's got tiny hands. So do I. He's <laughs> a tiny, yeah, but he's got dwarf hands and stuff. Yeah, me. but he's probably got like a massive cock. So he could just flip it out and like put everybody's shake. <laughs> well, let everyone shake it. <laughs> No, I was going to say, if anybody goes like, oh, your hands are really tiny, you would be like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. you know? No, I, I, I kind of get the handshaking thing. That makes sense. And yeah. yeah, I don't think he would have... But I think if he was offended, then, you know, when I went to get it, he would have, like, remembered me or something like that. And all he would have had to do is say something to one of his people, and they would have been like, you know, can you get rid of your shirt? Yeah, turn it inside out or something. Turn it inside out, go buy a new one, run around naked. Yeah. I, uh... But I think he was fine with that. I mean... Yeah. 
Oh, I think he if, was if as you well. were like if you were like six foot eight or something wearing a shirt like that, then yeah, I yeah, you probably would have issue with that. But the fact that he's he's obviously taking you in as part of his kin, yeah, you know, short <laughs> folk. <laughs> so you guys, you know, bunch together, yeah, or stick oh, together, ab- absolutely. So. Um, and then I've gotten a couple of autographs, um, like we said earlier on, Adam Baldwin. Yes. Which, in hindsight, I actually should have gotten a picture with him. That would have been... If I could, I could have put like that up next to my Peter Dinklage one, that would have looked funny. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Saying that, though, Danny Glover's tall. Danny Glover's huge. I mean, I was like, surprised that he's, uh, he was like, much taller than me. And even though I was like, holy shit. And then we see the picture of like him and Adam. They're kind of on par with each other. But he's still fucking huge. And I had no idea that he's that tall. Yeah, and you think he's he's probably he's what in his seventies or his eighties now? He's 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 gotten on. So in his heyday Well like do you think he's like hunched over or something? I think he probably is a little bit hunched over. Um, he's sixty seven now. Sixty seven. It lists him as six foot four. So yeah, so he's exactly the same height as as Adam Baldwin. I think in the pictures though, he might be a tad bit hunched over. I think yeah. twenty years younger, standing completely upright, he probably would have yeah six five six six maybe probably looked looked even even taller. I mean that six foot four could be at his. He did seem very very like relaxed even when I went out for the picture and I was yeah. just like hey and he's his arm and he's like hey yeah I I think and I remember saying to us like you know oh how you doing sir and he's like I'm good. <laughs> it's like that's how Danny Glover speaks and I always thought it was just like the way that he talks in movies and stuff but that's how he is and I was like yeah how you doing sir and he's like I'm good and I was like right on he's like yeah <laughs> and the autographed afterwards right? yeah it's like he does like I'm tired <laughs> so cool and uh, you know, I, I, even then, I like I couldn't stop smiling, even though I probably shouldn't have been. But I was just like, "You sound awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Danny Glover." <laughs> I, I so wish you had said that. So you'd have been like, <laughs> "Who am I supposed to sound like?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that's I think that's everybody. Um, cool. I feel like I'm forgetting someone, but yeah, whoever, whoever they are, I apologize. It's not that many people. <laughs> no. Fuck you. Ooh, yeah. Um, that's cool. Uh, I think we can wrap it up there. I'm, uh, some of the stuff that we can wrap up when we next uh, podcast with young Adam. <laughs> young. With, yeah, young Adam. <laughs> young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we could be in a time loop. <laughs> If anybody out there is going to the listens to this and is going to the London Film and Comic Convention, sorry, convention, convention at um, Earl's Court, I think, at Earl's Court on the where at Earl's Court. (laughs) (laughs) Just gonna let that one slide. (laughs) Earl's Court, Um, Earl's Court, yeah, London on the eleventh, twelfth, or thirteenth of July. July this year, twenty fourteen. And you fancy um, a friend or? (laughs) Some Our autographs or pictures? Yeah, yeah. autographs, pictures. Um, <laughs> Free, of course. We'll be donning our NASCAR shirts, won't we? I, I need to get a new NASCAR shirt. Well, what happened to the old one? It's not a medium. I know they say it's a medium, but right. I, like Aiden's daughter Isabel could just about fit into it. 
Oh, she wearing it? No. Oh. But I should actually just give it to her and get her to wear it around. Oh, um, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's tiny. Well, we we're going to remark anyway, because we were going to put on, like, on the back, Nashcast Network, and then the front, Nashcast, and then... Digital Squirrel. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, so also Death Comic Con. Okay, yeah, so anyone who wants to. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you just want to like go out for a drink while we're there, uh, have a chat, um, you know, meet new people, uh, there'll be quite yeah. a few of us there, then uh, just uh, have a drink, have a chat, and um, just hang out for a little bit, and yeah, yeah. So see what happens. Um, drop, drop us an email or tweet in to at Nashcast Network. Uh, you can tweet me on at Neil Sean. Or you can tweet Scott on at scottnash4. And just in case you didn't get it earlier on, you can email in to nashcastpod at gmail.com. And finally, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.co.uk forward slash nashcastnetwork. I think it's not. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I just search, search for Nashcast Network on Facebook. Yeah. If you do that, yeah, it comes up with a black and white image. That's us. Um, I will keep on... Um, Putting it up on Twitter so people too can uh, like us. So far, the only people that acknowledged that was the, st- the stinking pause fellas. So <laughs> I was like, thanks. Uh, to be fair, I, I haven't even fucking yeah, liked I mean, it yet. Yeah, I mean, that's the trouble is like we're not massive um, Facebook users. Every time I do put something up on the page, um, I do share it. And I know a couple of people have been sharing it and stuff. So... And I know as much as we all, like, on the Nashcast side of things, we generally don't use Facebook and don't like it and whatnot. But uh, sadly, it is a great way of advertising and whatnot, promoting the show. So we're getting, like, friends and whatnot to uh, share the links that we send out about, you know, oh, this latest episode is up and whatnot. So, um, yeah, just follow the Twitter lead, Twitter lead link. Oh, fuck. Follow the Twitter link for the Facebook thing. Just give us a quick like or whatever. That's all we're asking. It's no huge pressure. Give us a like. We'll give you a like. There we go. How about that? Yeah. Come uh, see, come saw. What goes around comes around. Yeah. Come on, bitch. <laughs> I was trying to go like really nice and peaceful thoughts and you're just like, motherfucker, I, like uh, it, bitch. Yeah, uh, Buddha, what, what would Buddha say? Well, someone give me something, some calm meditating type. I, I don't know. Woosa. I don't know. Woosa. Yeah, there we go. Woosa. Damn the woosa, Captain. Woosa. All right, well, that will do it for this edition of uh, Nashcast, the only uh, podcast in Basingstoke again, still, to this day. Um, I am Scott. I am Sean. Good journey. Good journey. Good journey, sir. Good journey. Thank you, sir. Good journey to you. And a good journey to you. Good journey to the listeners. Good journey. (laughs) Oh, and please don't judge me, but there is one more person I'd like to meet at Comic-Con. Winning. I had one year ago. Epic winning. Are you bipolar? I'm bi winning. winning.